Welcome to Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Land. God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with Him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next week for Real Purpose. Hey, this is Bob Lenz, owner and host of Real Purpose. I want to welcome you to today's show. We have some special guests here with me today in this podcast. And I first want to start out by asking the question, do you believe that you're living the life that God created for you to live? In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you. So before I introduce my guests, I'm going to go ahead and open in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just give you the praise. We give you the glory. We thank you for this day. We thank you for each person that's here today. We thank you for Robin, Robert, and Ava, and Father God, this amazing story that we're going to hear and where God is taking them and where they believe God is continually to take them. So, Father, everybody has a story, and we are so grateful. We are so thankful for you. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory in your precious and holy name, the powerful name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. 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 So I want to go ahead and start out, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce Robert, Robin, and Ava. And this is Robert and uh, uh, Robin Falk. I want to make sure I say that right because I've been saying it for uh, wrong for a while. And Ava. So I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourselves. We're going to start by Robert and just share a little bit about your life and what do you want the listeners to know about you. Well, um, oh Lord, that was a question that I wasn't quite Always prepared good, right? for. Right. Yeah, it's like okay, I've, I've done so much. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> wherever you think is important, what do you want them to know? Yeah, um, you know, I I would like to change the way everybody looks at at, at everything, the whole aspect of our society. Um, it seems like it's not really like it used to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everybody's just angry or, or maybe they're just um, uh, horribly uncertain of tomorrow. Yeah. So I wish it was different. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't know how that I can change that other than being positive and reinforcing to people that maybe do have extreme doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I just posted a statement yesterday that. You know, with God, everybody seems to want to have this extra plan, humanity, right? God says in the beginning, right, right in Matthew, he says right there, Jesus says, go out and make disciples of all nations. It took him three years to cultivate the disciples, those 12 that followed him. That, and look what it did to the world. So I I really believe in all my heart that what happened is as we changed over decades, the (laughs) Christian church and and Christianity, it, it just wasn't happening. So you can't, if, if we're not allowing God to work in us, to work through us, how's it going to change? And it's one at a time. So I, I, I'm with you. It's like we live in a chaotic, a hostile, people don't know what gender they are today. I mean, yes. uh, I think last time I checked, Facebook has like 78 choices. Uh, God created male and female. But I'm, I'm and that's just going back to God's plan. And God, Father always knows best. He's perfect. He knew when he created us what, what we were going to lack and what we needed. So I, I agree with you. But it's that one person at a time, which I'm, I look at and think, I don't have to reach the mass, but what can I do, keeping the eye mode, that's what my professor said one day, what can I do to make a difference? And that's what I've always kind of hung my hat on right there. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, Robin, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about you and who you are. And, yeah, what do you want people to know about you? Well, um, I'm Robin Fell, and... I'm originally from Otter Lake, Michigan. I've lived in Missouri for over 30 years, so it's 
it's my home. Wow. Um, I have a small town business, which is the Robin's Nest. Yeah. And I enjoy working with kids. My food trailer is very kid oriented. Um, we did Ava's school yesterday. Nice. It was a wonderful day. Um, sent away with a lot of smiles on, and that's my main thing with you know running the Robin's Nest yeah. is Ava and I. We like to watch the kids walk away with a smile on their face. You know, rather it's over a nice dripping snow cone <laughs> yeah. or a sticky bucket of cotton candy. You know, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's that's our goal, and yeah. I feel that that's that's my calling. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, where you are today, did you imagine this a while back? When did it kind of hit you and say, you know what, I think this is what I'm going to do? I never dreamed of having a food trailer. Yeah. I, I never yeah. did. I. It started with uh, the farmer's market last year. I wanted a cotton candy machine, and I asked Bobby, everybody calls him Bobby. <laughs> same here, same here. Uh, if he would look into a cotton candy machine and a gazebo and and he's like Robin there's two things in Missouri that does not like cotton candy and that's humidity and heat well, that's true so he started without me knowing you know surfing the internet looking for food trailers well and I have to add I was sorry to cut in but no. I'm notoriously bad about overdoing anything that's the german yeah. blood in him yeah you know okay. if it uh if it requires two parts and it works perfectly i'll put 500 parts in there and yeah. it'll be flawless yeah that's right <laughs> but it, it was it goes to being a machinist for 19 years yeah. and uh perfection is what i look for but uh anyways yeah. I, i'm taking away no stone thing. unturned right so. yeah. yeah that's right so the next thing i know he's showing me pictures of the food trailer that I have now. Wow. And we make a trip down to Middleton, Tennessee. Yes. Wow. Pick it up and we outfitted it and we're rolling just about every day going here, there, schools. We do I've never done weddings or birthday parties, but that is an option I'm open for. Yeah. We've done employee appreciations. Uh, <coughs> well, food truck I, rallies and so how do they get a hold of you I mean, I'm going to just put that number up right now you can look up my webpage at facebook.com forward slash robins nest 64 okay. or you can call me at 573-275-9328 that's awesome I think that um, uh, not trying to, to go astray from the subject but I think that that in the beginning we never had the uh, expectation that it would be like it is. God has really blessed the business. Yes, he has. And, oh, it's not making millions. And but it it's started it's with it's Miss making, Sandy, you know? Yeah. It did. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's just a, a, an adventure and reaching out to a lot of people. <coughs> yeah. We've met a lot of wonderful people in the small towns. Yeah. I mean, they just, it's like they come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you know, you got the whole population lined up at your food trailer waiting for a hot dog or nachos or something. Yeah. And, you know, they have a good time. They look forward yeah. to the next time that you show up. 
Yeah, right. I think I shared with you that one of our districts in the Wesleyan Church, uh, I think they're, they're, they started having this fleet, and I don't know how many, but I know there's multiple these food food truck vendors that are now using to reach people for Christ. Who would ever think? I mean, because when we go out, I think it goes back to change, culture. Uh, I can remember, you know, we used to call them the road coaches. I can remember when yeah. I worked as a mechanic and they'd come in, you hear that music playing, you ran out to the road coach. Oh, in fact, yeah. I had a German Shepherd that used to be with me, and when Max would hear that, that music coming from the road coach, Max would be already sitting there and they'd always give Max a treat. Yeah. <laughs> so even the dogs knew, you know, and uh, yeah, in, in California, it was just a way of life. In fact, one of the blessings that I had was at the end of the day, you know, these food trucks would have you know leftover foods that they couldn't they just couldn't sell the next day and mm -hmm. so what they would do is they would bring them over to where i was working as a manager of resorts and they would have it all packaged up and they'd say here you go i was able to take that and distribute it to the homeless uh -huh. so you oh. see one blessing led to another yes. and, and you know what i believe that we are blessed to be a blessing so mm -hmm. wow what a what a great story and and uh ava tell us about yourself and uh what's your part in all this um my name is ava goodwin um I'm 14 years old, and I'm an assistant manager for the Robin's Nest. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of 14-year-olds that are assistant managers, so um, right. uh, I do the snow cone half of it, and that's really popular. Um, you for are the known Robin's as Nest. the snow cone queen. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> um, she makes a beautiful snow cone. <laughs> I remember when we first started, um, it, I was stressed out about, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, people are going to leave if they wait long enough. Yeah. And she was always telling me that they would, they would wait. Um, and I was like, okay, so now I'm in the habit of thinking, oh, they're going to wait. I mean, the li lines will be long and people will wait. I mean, and I'm so th uh, thankful that God has blessed us with the food truck because it gives me um, – a learning experience like just the basics of life and she's teaching me things um that the school's not teaching us anymore like counting back like we wow. we learned that in like third or fourth grade and stopped yeah. learning how to do that um and it, i think it's just a learning experience yeah so did you ever imagine i mean at this point in your life thinking i think i'm going to be an assistant manager one day of <laughs> no. a business like this isn't that cool uh, opportunity right yeah yes. blessed to be a blessing so what about your peers what do they think about this are they like i want in on this yeah um they were like is your grandma hiring this that new thing <laughs> i'm like oh i mean as much as we need the help you know it's a family thing yeah um it's our gig. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Your gig. That's right. Some of them are even jealous, but, like, um, it's a, a responsibility to take yeah. in. You know, you can't be rude to people, even if they're rude to you back. Um, you know, you ha you if something's wrong, to tell somebody or how to handle an angry customer or something like that properly. Um, it's an easy, quick fix. Yeah. 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 It's an easy, you know, most of the time if it's, not right or something it's like here just take it yeah i'll get you another one yeah i remember my daughter worked at subway and I, one day i was in there and there was a pretty angry customer and, you know and i'm her dad and i'm i couldn't intervene you know uh, but i sat off the side listen to how my daughter handled it. it was just like you said you know and uh and she was really <clears throat> nice but i thought oh i'm her dad i'm here to protect her mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. you know and i'm like my lady is this okay and it's yeah. weird so, how your mind just wants to go oh, yeah. that way oh, yeah. you know to protect and stuff and but mm -hmm. Ava you know she's 
I can't run that thing without her. That's so cool. Her papa, he does his darndest to help me. But it's it's like her and I are a a fine tuned running machine. Yeah. And she knows her part. She stays. It's not that I make her stay in the corner. Right. Um, but she knows that's her end. This is my end. Yeah. And, Responsibility, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We just, boundaries. We talk about boundaries, right? So it's um, a lot of people don't realize that it's hard to juggle. Like if you you're giving, but I basically I'm not giving up my summer. But it's like if I want to do this, I have to stick with it. And if it makes me happy, of course I'm gonna stick with it. Um, but like kids, they are m- more into hanging out with their friends nowadays. And if you want a job and you have to work over the summer, you can't really do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find time to do it. Like you can talk to your boss or whoever's um, in charge to say, "Hey, I have this thing going on. Um, do you mind if I go?" And I'm going camping um, with some friends of mine this weekend, and I talked to her about it first, and she was like, "We don't have anything going on besides Summerfest." Uh, perfect weekend. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, that'll be. Um, you know, let me know if you need help." Um, and I just think that most teenagers don't realize how um, much responsibility and how important it is to, you know, get by like that. Because I know a lot of people, they just leave without telling anybody. Yeah. So. And, that, and that speaks volumes to your willingness and maturity to make a commitment. Because I know when I was your age, it was, I, I think my first one of the, I, I was a shoeshine boy. I stood on the corners and, you know, it was 10 cents and a quarter. I, and to raise 20 bucks for my Boy Scout uniform, I did that. And it's, I mean, you're, you're, and I still, you know, shine a good pair of shoes, but that's long gone. Now it's Velcro and, you know, nobody wears them anymore. But still, if I had to go back, and I have a shoe shine kit that I carry with me, and I usually sometimes I'll put it on the platform to remind myself this is where I started, humble beginnings. And sometimes um, we forget that. So mm-hmm. your, your, your commitment, where, like you said, a lot of kids, um, and you peers reach your peers. You're able to do that. And you're, if you, what you model, even if it rubbed off on one other one of your peers, that's a great thing. Leaders lead from the front. And uh, as I hear, and, and Robert, you know, what I love is this. You, you always got to have this. So even in the church, you need the, uh, you need the engineers. You need the, the people that make sure that the, the dots, are, you know, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, and um, they're the ones that drive me crazy because I'll be like, okay, let's go. We're going to go 50 yards. We're going to go take that mountain. We're going to go do this. And, <laughs> and the, Rob, the Bobby types are the, okay, now wait a minute. How many feet are we going to take? What's the soil look like? Where, what's the destination? <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, Lord. I need, but you got to have them because that's what balances the team. So right. life is like that when you want a successful business. And, and I ran uh, two RV resorts in San Diego, one had a thousand, the other one had 800 sites. But I always had a good team around me so that when I went to them and I said, okay, so what are the positive, what are the negatives, what are we, what are we missing that maybe we haven't covered? And that's, that's your, Bob's types, right, Bobby? So, and then you, Robin is the passion, right, the operator. That's, so I'd have people that I would hire to do that. And then you'd have the, 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 the workers that add so much, especially with what I love about this balance is you have youth, you have our boomer age and, and <laughs> Gen Xers and, you know, Gen Zers. We have like seven or eight generations now. But God has a plan for each and every generation. He shows up. And uh, so when I was stationed in North Carolina, I remember uh, I had got a part-time job. 
and this woman had a snow cone uh, business, mm -hmm. and all it was was these little dots and pickup trucks. But in the back of the truck, she had all the the, the flavors and on piece like the big bottles that would sit in a, a, these these carriers, mm -hmm. and you would drive around the neighborhood, and and that was it. So the drivers kept fifty percent. All you had to do is come in there more, be on time, pick up your truck, and go out to the designated areas. That's why I was thinking one day as, as I was learning about Robin's Nest is it, you could have a fleet one day. If that's the vision or the plan that God wants, and what's so cool is, you ever watch Undercover Boss and some of these like, oh, yeah. shows? Oh, yeah. And I love it when some of these businesses, um, uh, I saw one, I think it was, a subway in a church. And then I thought, this is so cool. And then I started seeing this kind of unfold in one of the visions was to have something like that in a church and what it does is you open a door for youth to come in to teach them exactly what Ava said a responsibility of running a business um what it you know if you're not there and then you guys are out of town and eventually is she able to grow to where you say okay you're gonna have to go out and run this you know I, I just can't do it this week that that's opportunity that's building a bridge because God has a plan mm -hmm. so where do you see where do you do you have a vision where do you go beyond the one? Are you there yet? Are you are you kind of sitting around going, okay, God, what do you have planned for Robin's Nest? I have opened, you know, up the the possibility. I've just I've asked God just to show me a way. Yeah. If you want this bigger, you know, I I'm kind of reluctant in a way. Yeah. Because. It, it, first of all, it, it does take money, and um, a lot. This yep. year has been a lot better than last year because <clears throat> last year we were brand new. Yeah, and it took me—I call it a training process—down here, being parked at the farmers market yeah. parking lot, and um, close to the end of that season, I was like, "I'm ready to spread my wings. Let's fly somewhere." And that's when we ended up start going to some of these small town events yeah. that they had. And once you get a taste of that, it's like, I want to do this again. Yeah. Can we do it tomorrow? No, because, you know, we got to restock everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I, can, um, I can remember whenever she was having a little bit of a, um, a downtime, so to speak, in the thought of the whole Robin's Nest. You know, it's like, well, so we had a slow day today. Yeah. This is quite boring. I don't think people really accept it well. I no, 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 no. I'm always positive, and I always have to look not today, uh, kind of outside the frame, so to speak. Yeah. I can't live inside the frame. So I'm thinking, oh wait, just relax. Today's one thing. Tomorrow's going to be something else. That's right. And it's going to explode, and then you're going to have all kinds of things to do. If and it's already reached out yep. to where I can't wrap my head around it yeah. i go out and i stand on my porch and i look at that nice shiny red trailer and it's like i can't believe that's mine yeah and remember god god says be faithful in the small things and i'll give you more so i go back to it's no different in the church you can sit here on a sunday and one weekend you'll see 75 80 next week you'll see 40 and then sometimes you come in and you go i only counted 21 per people in here today you know, and I could easily go, oh, look, or I just say, it's okay, Lord, it's the ebb and flow of life. I still trust you. You do the drawing in and, and not even be concerned with it because, and you know, just like God's will, God's bill. Right. So if mm -hmm. it is part of God's plan, I always tell people that 
you have to believe that if it's God's plan, he's going to provide everything. The word tells yeah. us, right? So we have to trust him. He says, the, I'll, never, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I believe that. So um, that, like you're saying, that, hey, you, if, you, if you're working from the inside only, you're, 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 it's like living in a box. You can't see outside of the peripherals, right? Absolutely. You have to be on the outside to be able to see everything in perspective. I always tell people, I get, as a senior pastor, I see the 30,000-foot view. And, and sometimes people within the church, they can only see a, a little bit. So they're not going to see. So when they come and say, hey, Bob, we ought to be. Well, we don't have the man. You've got to have manpower, right? You've got to have uh, volunteers to do this. No, it's a business. Same when I was doing RV resorts or when I was a mechanic and then I was able to manage shops. You've got to have reliable, committed people that will show up and joyful people. Mm-hmm, and, not, mm-hmm. you know, working with people and in the church. It, it's a challenge, it is. And, but God will give us all that so we can step back and say, okay, Lord, um, how do I, who do you want me to reach in this as, as we progress forward? And that's what I think about Robin's Nest, and I shared one Sunday with you, is that could that be a, a place? Like, I see coming down here, you know, even on a slow day, you can sit right out here, and people drive up and down this road. It's a huge parking lot. You can sit right here on the parking lot. I remember... One of the things I had the hot dogger do, the guy, he parked out in front of the office when I was managing resorts. I told him, I said, we don't want, we don't want any part of it. I just want to offer something for people. Mm-hmm. So to, to see people come into the resort, and he was there, and that's where I learned about Nathan dogs, which are now my favorite hot dogs, right? So uh, he would park there, and he would do great. You know, of course, as a manager, I was eating seven, eight, ten of those things a day. Oh my! So yeah, wow. it was it was. I like my kraut dogs. So and then I, I <laughs> yeah. looked at your menu, and I'm like, oh, I, should, I, I have kraut dogs. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the menu. So yeah. Well, in fact, this this is a good way to transition. Why don't we tell, talk about your menu? What do you have, and uh, what are you adding? What do you, what did you see works? What doesn't work? Like my mom, I'm gonna share. So I would t- I would t- tell my mom that you know we're having we're gonna do this for the church, and I come from a Sicilian family. So my mom would say, what Bobby, what you need to do is you need to have pedogi. How pedogies? We sell fifteen hundred at this Catholic church where we go. I go, ma, they don't even know what a pedogie is. Now, if you're talking about tacos in San Diego, tacos are big, right? And so you could sell hundreds of tacos. Taco Tuesday. I've never done a pedogie Tuesday. So I've never heard of pedogie. I hadn't yeah, either. So a pedogie is what it is. It's a it's a it's like a dough. It's almost like a ravioli, but it's got mashed potatoes in it and, and garlic and onion and yeah. sauteed oh. butter. We call them pierogies. Well, I would eat it. Oh, they're I good. I would eat it too. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> they are good. My mom taught me how to make pierogi lasagna. Same stuff, except you lay down your lasagna noodles, then you put mashed potatoes, a little bit of butter, a little bit of garlic, and then there's another layer of lasagna noodles, and it's called lasagna pierogi. Oh it, it's really rich, but it is so good. So wow. But that's that's. But let's talk about the truck. Let's talk about your menu. <laughs> what, right. So what do you th- what do you have? Well, um, I have to say that our main seller. Is snow cones. Wow. Snow cones. And then I would have to yes, say. And it wasn't always that way. No. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, I would say nachos oh. with chili and cheese, yeah. or I do regular just cheese nachos. And, and I carry on, jalapenos. Wow. Depending on what town, you know, like if you're right. a more yeah, yeah. German oriented town, of course they go towards the kraut. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah. And I do That's good. hot dogs and kraut. You know, yeah. some people like kraut on a hot dog. Yeah. Poly sausage and kraut. Um, chili cheese dogs. Or I can do just a cheese dog. It's I can do a fully loaded hot dog. You know, if you yeah. want ketchup, mustard, relish, onions, wow. I have that. Um, uh, jalapenos. Cotton candy. I carry jalapenos. Now, what about, okay, so like everybody, eventually you come up with the 
whatever it is, like, you know, the Ava burger or the Ava taco. I mean, the, the Robin's taco, the Bobby taco. <laughs> have, you, have you figured out your own little co- combination that you named your own thing yet? The Robin's Nest special is your own creation? You know, I kind of like the idea of the Bobby dog. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Since that's what they call me in Jersey, I could all just say, oh. You uh, want the Bobby dog? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? They got a Betty Burger. Well, so. got that's a, right. That's it's right. got a, a nice little flow to it. Yeah. It does, the Bobby dog. <laughs> Give me the BB, the Bobby, the Bobby dog, the BD, the, the yeah. BB. Yeah. We'll do that with the hot dog with the crown on it. How's that? Yeah. Oh. Ava? Ava, what do you think? I like the it. The Ava cone. Oh, Lord. Ava <laughs> snow cone. <laughs> it just, you know, um, that's a lot of times they do, and they have their own little. Right. So it's something a little bit different uh, as you progress and think, okay, so now I got, here's a menu, but these are our specials now. So yeah. people give me the blunk, you know, so. Oh, man, that's great. I've had um, a lot of visions um, when we first started until now that um, uh, God would bless us with a building Um, because that's how everybody else starts. You know, they probably start off with a food truck and, like, they go to a building, and it's like it could be McDonald's now. Yeah, And Um, we've thought about a building and keeping the food trailer but having the building, like, the main base. Yeah that can stock the food trailer so one person can stay at the building and the, other can the food truck can go out to an event or something. So would it would, would you sell product as far as eating out of there? like Or you don't like a Robin's Nest? Yeah, like a it would McDonald's be kind of like a little restaurant. Or, or like a cafe a, or something. Because like I'm down in Sykeston, there's quite a, a few places. Stand. I think they used to be... Uh, when we go down there on Saturdays, I saw a few buildings that are empty now that used to be... I don't know if they were Chick-fil-A or something, but you could tell they're very small. Mm-hmm. But I always thought, man, that, that would be a good something because it used to be a cafe or something. Uh-huh. So that's good. A little I think Robin's Old Elmo needs a restaurant I'm on with you 100%. Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because right, what I love about going over the bridge into Elmo, or Old Elmo as they call it, uh, you could see, and I guess that was a booming town at one time. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. there's nothing really now that... Well, he, he grew up here, so, yeah, so he's, you know. he's seen it in yeah. its days when it yeah, was... Steve tells me about it all the time, and I thought, that they need something, because really, there's a few places in town, but there's you want options. And mm-hmm. how cool to walk up and drive over, because you can't get nachos at, at, at Burger King right. or, or Pizza Hut. <laughs> so you, you want to have options and something quick where you can go in. And what a great idea. Yeah. Ava, you got something? Um, what I have noticed though that makes it nearly impossible to do that is prices are getting higher on buildings or technically everything. Um, even like gas within the couple of years, it's gotten higher. Um, so I mean, it could be a possibility, but I wouldn't count on it anytime soon. Because the prices are still getting if higher. It's God's things. will. It'll God's happen. bill. And re- and remember, right now, uh, commercial real estate is actually going down because people are oper- operating from home. Mm-hmm. So now you have all these. And I drive around just like you do. So when, when I'm driving around and we're looking to plant a church, I see more office buildings on strip malls and places just empty. Mm-hmm. Right. So where it used to be tons of money to go in there, they're just empty buildings. It's like the mall in cape it's like there's only a couple stores in there now instead of it being an actual mall so So. sometimes it's better just to make an offer and say look 
uh, it's empty. I tell people all the time, look, you're not making anything on it empty. So how about if you would consider renting to us for at least this much? And maybe, and maybe after three years, it, we could talk about an increase, but at least <coughs> help us to get our feet in the door. It's helping them, you know, uh, fill an empty building. And I just do that all the time. Every time I see something, I write down numbers and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I, I pray every single day, Lord, uh, lead me to somewhere. And sometimes I'm driving around. So some of these towns that I'm driving and I'm looking and going, okay, that would be a great place for church. Um, right. And it's more and more and more you see these businesses. It's empty. Mm-hmm. You got a whole little city up here in Elmo. That I, what I love is the, I guess I love the culture of it, the the. Um, I guess it takes you back in time a little bit. Yeah. I've done a few videos uh, for services where I've set up the cameras and walked the streets, talking about going, looking in the windows, and and reflecting on the at one time were businesses. Right. So, um, yeah, that what a great idea to have a kind uh-huh. of a home base robin's nest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cape and Scott City, I feel like they should do something with their old buildings because everything in both cities have historic. Or, uh, yeah. historical history behind him and it yeah. would be nice um, to put like little businesses in there and they're starting to do that a little bit here in Old Elmo um, but it's like it's so sad to see the building that's been there for um, like 50 years get taken down Yeah. so I feel like they should do something with those buildings yeah uh, so as we progress on, is there anything that you haven't shared with the, and I'm sure this won't be the last time we have you, but is there anything you want to share? Like where are you going next? Events that are coming up. Is there places uh, that that's on the, on the radar that you're thinking about? And, well, and tomorrow we'll be at the cancer, or not the cancer center, Southeast Hospital. Oh, we'll wow. We'll be serving lunch to them from mm-hmm. 11 to 1. And where are they located at? Because for listeners um, that may Macy not know. Street, the main hospital up there okay. off of Broadway. Yes, off of Broadway. And, and what time? Um, the 30th, we have, it'd be the last school event, and yeah. it will be at Parkview yeah. serving their play day. Wow. And it's for special needs kids. Wow. And um, I'm a bus monitor for that school. Wow. So I help the kids get on the bus and get off the bus, and I enjoy Aww. it. I I love my job. Yeah, I love both of my jobs. Yeah, that's you know, so cool. Because I feel that I'm helping people in one aspect, yeah. doing the bus monitor job, and I'm helping people in another aspect with Robin's Nest. Because when we plan food truck rallies and stuff, I'm getting people out. Yeah, I mean COVID. <clears throat> excuse me. COVID damaged yeah. our society, yeah. uh, you know, with people wanting to get out and mingle and yeah. have fellowship. And it's a slow comeback. A good time. Yeah, but, I, but God wired us to, to be in community. And you could see it starting to unfold now where people were just missed it. And we're not meant to be in a silo and be in some right. apartment or house mm-hmm. stuck. And COVID, you're right, COVID impacted, hurt a lot of businesses. But you can see people are just start. they want to be in community god created us for community yes. so and that's every age um to be able to do that and, and i wanted to share that one of the other things we haven't discussed that you are currently being discipled by leah yes so I am. your discipleship it, i know it started a few years ago and then you're back on it and yeah share with those uh, who are listening in um uh what is your experience and what is your recommendation what would you want to say about discipleship 
I find it very, it's like a cleansing. Because oh, um, I, I know when I start going through and reading my book and writing down scriptures, I was telling Leah, I said, it, it's like a fever. You can't get enough. Once you get in, it's like, I have to stop because I got to cook supper. Yeah. Bobby needs a Bobby dog. <laughs> got to have, have that Bobby dog. I love it. I'm, I'm not that helpless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I can't wait until the next time yeah. her and I meet. And <clears throat> sometimes we don't cover the book. That's right. Um, we'll talk about our week before, you know, the blessings that have come about and getting to know each other. And I, it's, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah. Cause, cause discipleship is based on a relationship and not all academia. And what happens is we have so many people that think, well, or they'll say, here's a book, read it. It's not about that. No. And I was the same way. So, and you are being discipled. We use the same discipleship material when I was discipled. And I'm reminding people that this is a lifetime relationship, getting to know so that I can still call Mike Rogers anytime. And this has been since 2003, 2004. I can call Mike up and just as if we were just sitting with each other. We'd go to breakfast. So it, it, to, a lot of people think it's all head. It's not head knowledge. It's, it's taking that into a relationship because Christ was relational. Yes. That's why I look at everything that you're doing. Robin's Nest, it's relational. Um, I, one thing I learned about running businesses is before I, uh, God called me to ministry is it was all be, always based on relationship. Why mm-hmm. do people want to come back? They want to come back because um, they may like the product, but then the staff may not be nice. you got to mm-hmm. have balance. Mm-hmm. Most of the time people will say, I'm going to go back because I like the people. You know, we put flowers in all the resort bathrooms every single week fresh flowers because they said the women like fresh flowers in the bathrooms the men don't care Mm -hmm. but we did that right uh what amenities could i bring in that people would want to come back so and and uh, i know for us we go to certain restaurants because it's always consistent Mm -hmm. it's always always good staff so that's how we go Uh, and if the food's really great but the staff is not uh very uh nice we don't go back i don't care how good the food is right mm-hmm. and, and you know you guys been you you, you experienced that once in a while so uh like when we go out to one of the local restaurants we find out most of the young people that are serving i stop and say can i pray for you what can we pray for most all these young men and women are students learning how to be radiologists mm-hmm. learning whatever their career is and i thought i always share with people most people don't realize the person that's serving them, you know, whether it's uh, uh, tacos or something, these are the people that are going to be your radiologists, maybe even be your surgeon someday. So to be able to look and see these people are working hard to get through college. But it goes back to they're polite. Uh, that's why I want to go back. So I think about what, what you were saying, Ava was saying about this relationship, uh, to be nice and people and students. And not it's not always going to happen, but, you know, that's if, if that's a goal, then that would draw them always back. Hey, Robin's Nest in town. Let's go hang out. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, that's good. Um, and that's what I want. You yeah. know, I want people to come and hang out. Yeah. And we talk to everybody. Yep. And sometimes Ava yesterday, her friends were kind of in the middle of things, and she politely said, "Y'all got to move over so that these other people can come up and <laughs> get um, a snow cone." Good for you. <laughs> I would also like to add. Yeah. Um, I feel like teenagers or young children or young adults should get more involved with uh, like any church or God um, of any 
like sort because you know that they're, they're telling me yesterday tomorrow is never promised that's right um and going to church here has opened new doors for me um it's a new learning experience for me um and I see her every weekend, and I come. Yeah. I try to come here every weekend, and she's probably tired of seeing me. <laughs> no, um, no, never, ever. Um, she's pretty proud of you. Yeah. And I think it's just a good thing to um, get involved in, because especially with how our world is rolling now, yeah. um, tom- like it's starting to like tomorrow is really never promised for yeah. how um, our world works now. So I think younger people should get involved with the church and stuff like that. That's good. Ava, even though she's my granddaughter, she is like my feel good person. Yeah. You know, it's if if I miss her for a week, it's like I gotta have an Ava fix. I miss her. <laughs> yeah. And um That's great. You know, we just try to build her up. Yeah. Um when we first started Robin's Nest, you know, she had had a shell. And we just kind of had to crack through that shell yeah. and start teaching her, you know, public relations. And she's she's come a long way. Yeah. I think that that it's it's been a good tool for her. Yeah. I mean, because eventually Robin's nest will be hers. Yeah. And I think about what was happening. What's happening in this relationship here is how many other students are out there, young people are out there that are in their shells right now mm-hmm. so so this is so much bigger than food and and uh you know it, it really is when i think about robin's nest what is it what is it even the words what do they say when you're robin's nest when you think about a nest safety security mm-hmm. right when you think about that it's a, it's a safe place to go yes. you think about where do i want you know the mother's nest and uh, it sounds kind of but I, that's why i always think outside this thirty thousand foot view right so um, what, what down the road, how does this reach others to be able to give them the same potential? As I believe as this grows, it also provides a, a growth in potential and opportunities for other young people to come in and say, hey, maybe you need to be the person that's going to clean up at the end of the day. That's your job. But just opportunity when, right, God's will, God's bill, that, that where you can afford that and say, I'm willing to bring you on. But this is, we're going to start you. Hey, I worked at... Um, I remember Carl's Jr. for a while, and I, you know they they say they need managers, and they stick you in there cleaning pots and stocking the the the, the, the freezer, and you're thinking, this is a manager's job. Well, they got to start you at somewhere, somewhere, yeah. right? Right. You can't run a business until you know. Uh, it's like I, I, when I applied for a business one time, I applied to for a job. It was a six million dollar a month business. And I remember sitting in the, in the room with the guy, and I remember I asked him, I said, you know who the most important person in your company is at any given time? And he goes, who? And I said, the man who puts toilet paper on your dispensers. He goes, really? I said, yeah, because as soon as that's empty and you have people in there, who do you think they're going to who, who do you think they're going to run to? They're not going to run to the president of the company. They're going to run to the guy who stocks it or the woman who cleans those bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Everybody's important in this journey. Of, of, of business it's like the church volunteers are important mm-hmm. um, so you know God has a plan and sometimes mm-hmm. when we expand our hearts to him and say God uh, just like when you set out the day you know my, my firm belief is when I start out my day put on the armor of God of God where are you going to lead us today what if uh, somebody comes to Robin's Nest uh, and they're there for, and they just but they need someone to just talk to because they're having a heavy day um, 
lives can be changed forever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about that menu, uh, I don't know how many items you have, 21. The 22nd item would be prayer. Yeah. <laughs> prayer, right? Yeah. Because sometimes people it, are going to show up and say, can somebody come pray for me? I, I really am struggling. What a, I'm just saying we're down the road when God is, is keeps cultivating here, right? And tilling the ground. I'm just thinking because you know, somebody's going to show up. I think that's what I'm going to start writing at the top of my chalkboard. Amen. Put prayers free. Amen. And then add the menu. That's why the shirt you're wearing. So at the last general you conference. Prayers we, free. Yep. We, <laughs> we led it. Right. We did, I had a team. I was asked to lead it. I, I developed a team between here and the district. And we did that. That's exactly. So that's the shirts. And the reason it's mustard colored because it's the faith of a mustard the seed. The mustard seed. And the little dot, right? So uh, on the mm-hmm. above that P, that's what that represents. Oh, right there. Yep. Yep. So when you, again, so when people see that, and it may not be everybody, but I guarantee somebody may see that sign and say, could you, could you pray for me? And it doesn't matter if it's Ava, yourself, or Bobby, be able to do this. So it's always about, and God says, be faithful in the small things, and I will give you more. So that's why I thought one day you're going to see, whether it's here in Ilmo or, or fleet in other trucks, it could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You very well could. I'm okay. Yeah, you good? All right. So unless there's some last closing thoughts, we'll wrap it up. What do you, any closing thoughts? Um, I got two events. Yeah. Uh, starting June 3rd. Okay. We'll be at the farmer's market every Saturday. And that's Except for the tenth, because we're going on vacation. Okay, and that's in Scott City. That's in Scott City, okay. down at the railroad parking lot. Okay. Um, July eighth is our next food truck rally. And where's that? And it'll be here in Scott City at the railroad parking lot. It'll be from eleven thirty to five p.m. And you said something about maybe a food truck rally under property. Yeah, we're going to talk and develop that, and we'll have that at Restoration Community Church. We'll we'll solidify a plan and a date, and we'll get that all worked out. I have the month of September open. Okay, so let's we'll talk about that. Okay, and then um, uh, what else? Again, how do they get a hold of you? So email, maybe the phone number again. You can go to um, facebook.com, Robin's or uh, facebook.com. <laughs> forward slash <laughs> Robert's Nest 64 yep. or you can call 573-275-9328 and leave a message because if I don't know your number I don't pick up yeah. but I go through voicemails yep. Yep. or you can even email me at robinfalk64 at gmail.com and how do you spell the last name? F-O-U-L-K okay so everybody you heard that so Robin Falk at F O U L K. Okay. So, and then, uh, so email, make that phone call and uh, get on board. If you have any questions, I'm sure uh, you will get some great answers. So it's been great having all three of you here today. We so, thank you. Yeah. And uh, this won't be last. So we will have more stories. I'd love to maybe in a few months, we'll get more stories and, and be able to share with you what's happening with Robin's nest and what is God doing? Cause God has a plan. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then, um, which one of you want to pray? You want to pray us out? You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for Ava. Thank you for Robin. Thank you for Bobby. Lord, you are just an amazing God. God, we just thank you for this opportunity to share uh, a God story. And Father, uh, when I think about, we open our hearts and our minds to you, Lord. 
um, and we give everything to you, Father. It just changes everything. And, and as Robin said, Father, this is an adventure. Bobby said all these wonderful things, Father. It's a great team, but and and Lord, um, it's amazing how the even the youth are being touched uh, through this by Eva. So Lord, we just give you the praise. We give you the glory. We take no credit. We give it all to you, Lord. And we're excited about what you have planned for tomorrow and the next day through Robin's Nest. So, Father, we give you the praise, we give you the glory in your precious and holy name, the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next week for Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Lenz.